0: Curry with the shot, big cooking with the sauce Chef Curry with the pot, boy Live from the 301 Live from the pot I want to welcome my audience To episode number 145 of Curry in the Pot I'm your host, I'm your guy Mike Curry And I'm back here with another episode, man And if you missed last week's episode Make sure you guys go check that out We talked NBA, NFL, WNBA, and even MLB, man So if you missed that one Please, please go check it out, man I really, really appreciate it Also, I haven't been on YouTube in a little while, but I plan to be back on YouTube by next week, but make sure you go subscribe to me on there, man. Make sure you go subscribe to me at in the Pot and subscribe to me everywhere, man. Apple Podcasts, iTunes Podcasts, Render, SoundCloud, Spotify. Make sure I go check it out. Make sure I go follow me and subscribe. I really, really appreciate it, man. I want uh, this content to be shared all around the world, all around the sports world, but Today man, we got we got a lot of stuff to talk about man. I wanna I wanna start with the NBA first. Then we're going to recap week 4 in the NFL and then we're going to predict week 5 per usual. Um but before I get into the NBA, I want to congratulate the Seattle Storm for winning the WNBA championship. They completed a 3-game sweep over the Las Vegas Aces and I don't I don't know too much about the WNBA. I mean, I know like a lot of the players. It's definitely been a league that I've, that's grown on me. And I've been, you know, getting into it over the last year or so. But I knew that the Storm were going to win, man. I knew they were going to win it all, man. Because they had all of their players in the bubble. And they also had a healthy Breonna Stewart, a healthy legendary Sue Bird. Shouts out to Sue Bird for winning and three winning a championship in three different decades, only becoming a third NBA or WNBA player to do so, joining John Sally and the great Tim Duncan. But, yeah, shout out to Sue Bird. But the Seattle Storm, they just had so many players, so many pieces. You know, you got Sue Brianna Stewart, Aisha Clark, Jewel Lloyd. You got Mercedes Russell. You got Jordan Canada. They just had so many pieces. And... They're a deep team, and I think this might be a hot take, or maybe not, man, but I think Brianna Stewart, she's going to go down as the best player in WNBA history. I'm saying it right now. I, I, I genuinely think so, man. She is an absolute beast. You know, she averaged 28 for that series. This is her second time winning finals MVP, so I I truly think, man, that, that she will Eventually become the GOAT, man. This is the second championship in three years for the Seattle Storm. Hopefully the Mystics return healthy and bring all of their players back uh, for the following season so we can get another MB- another WNBA Finals from a couple of years ago. That would be very fun to watch because I think those two teams are the best teams when fully healthy. And uh, shouts out, I got to congratulate, man, the, the, the losing team, the Las Vegas Aces. Um, they made it to the finals without – Arguably their best player. I know I know Asia Wilson won MVP, but I I think Liz Cambage is the best player on that team. And also Kelsey Plum got injured. And so they didn't have her as well, man. They did lose in the sweep. But I got to shout out the Aces as well, man. They're a good bunch, man. They're really, really good. Uh, But again, uh, big congratulations to the Seattle Storm. I want to move on and I want to talk about the NBA And last night I'm recording on Wednesday morning. So you guys will have this episode by Thursday. But last night, the Los Angeles Lakers took a commanding 3-1 lead against the Miami Heat. And honestly, yo, this game was a must win for the Lakers. Jimmy Butler had a huge game in game three. He had a 40 point triple double. He was the best player on the floor in that particular game you know, better than LeBron, better than Anthony Davis. And he was better than LeBron in every way in that game. But I thought, you know, game four was a must win for the Los Angeles Lakers because you don't want to give the Heat any more momentum than they already had. You know, they won game three under man, of course, no Drazik, no Bam in game three. They did get Bam back in game four. It wasn't 100 percent, obviously, but that, that, that was still momentum that they had. And, you know, they had belief that, you know, they could still do this. Uh, but the Lakers did take a commanding 3-1 lead. LeBron James, he didn't play amazing. He had 28 for the game, 8 in the first half, had 5 turnovers in the first half. He didn't play amazing, though. I mean, like, the 28, it w- it, w- it was all right. You know what I'm saying? It was all right. He did. He was aggressive in the second half, getting into the rack more. But I thought at times he settled He settled for jump shots, settled for jump shots. But, you know, like I said, he didn't play amazing. Eight of 16, solid game. Anthony Davis also eight out of 16, 22 points, nine rebounds, four blocks, four huge blocks. And I like this, man. I'm happy. Um, For the first time, I can get excited, but the job is not finished. The job is not finished, as the late Kobe Bryant once said. LeBron has also said a job is not finished. We have a game five, a closeout game, Friday night. I will be excited. I will be looking forward to it, man. I will tell you what, man. Lakers win on Friday, which I believe they will. I will be on IG live. I'll be popping a bottle. I'll be decked out in Lakers gear, man. So y'all, y'all stay tuned for that, man. It's gonna be major if they win, but I think they will win. And when they do, I will be on IG live, going crazy on my other, uh, on my uh, current the pop podcast page. So y'all, y'all, y'all be there, man. Be there or be square, man. It's gonna be epic. But, uh, shout out to the Heat, man. They, they, they're fighting hard, man. They're under, man. As I did mention, Bam Adebayo did come back in this series, did come back for game four, but I just, the Heat just don't have enough, man, unfortunately. I mean, I thought the Lakers would win regardless of the injuries, but the Heat just don't have enough. They just don't. Uh, But let's move on, man, to the NFL, man. And we had a lot going on, man. We had Several positive cases. I recorded last early last week, and you know after I recorded, the Titans have uh, Titan Steelers game got postponed. Cam Newton caught COVID nineteen. Also this morning, Stephon Gilmore, quarterback for the Patriots, has COVID nineteen. You also have two more Titans players that caught COVID this morning. As of this morning, you also got a, a Las Vegas Raiders player that contracted COVID. So it's a, it's a lot going on, man. It's definitely a lot going on. And I just hope everybody gets well, man, and comes back you know, stronger, man. I hope everybody gets well. But before we hop into week four, I want to talk about uh, we had our first coaching fire. man, I, I thought, you know, I still think that it could be two more coaches to get fired. But this week, Bill O'Brien. Got fired from the Houston Texans man. He is now fired. He was head coach and also acting GM And to be honest, man, I think this came a little too late. It came a little too late, man I thought the lead that they blew in the AFC divisional round I thought that was a fireball offense to be honest To be honest, you know Some things happened under Bill O'Brien's watch. This shouldn't have happened You know, he I, I was doing my research, and he was a big part. And he was really, really, you know, rooting for them to sign Brock Osweiler back when they signed him. And you know, he thought that those two could do great things—a quarterback and coach combo. And you know, he made trades such as trading Jadavian Clowney. We all know about the DeAndre Hopkins trade. I don't even have to hop into that. We all know how bad the trade was, and it didn't make sense. You know, we know he got Deshaun Watson, but I just feel like, and granted they did make the playoffs multiple times under Bill O'Brien, but I just feel like that division has always been, it's always been bad, you know, average at best, you know what I'm saying? But Bill O'Brien has let go. I thought it was a little too late. And, you know, I think it's definitely about time that he got fired. You know, I don't want to ever come and advocate for someone to lose their job, but it's just certain things that shouldn't happen. And I also think, man, being a coach and a GM, it's just not its not in everybody's best interest. Everybody cannot wear both hats. And shout out to my guy, Jalen Hunter. He was talking about this on his most recent episode. You know, it's a lot, man. As a, as a coach, you're coaching, you're overseeing a 53-man roster, not including a practice squad. And then you got to take into account you're the GM, so you're overlooking all of these players. You know, it's, it's, it's hard in any league. But I will say it's definitely hard in the NFL. Like it doesn't always work out. Um, even in the NBA, Doc Rivers at one point was working in the front office and was the Clippers coach. I think he was relieved of the the front office duties like a couple of years ago. But that's tough to do. That's tough to do in any league and especially in the NFL. But I want to move on to NFL Week Four. Actually, let me get into baseball real quick. Uh, the base, MLB playoffs are currently going on right now, and we are in the divisional series round. So, we got, what is it, eight teams left? Eight, yeah, it is eight teams left, because uh, the first round was sixty. I mean 16. So, um, we have the Yankees and the Rays going up against each other. Man, that series is tied at two games apiece. These are our best of five series. Uh, the Braves. Took a 1-0 series lead yesterday against the Marlins. The Astros are up two games to nothing against the Oakland A's. And the Dodgers are up one game to nothing against the Padres. So, interesting to see how that stuff will play out. The Rays are a team that's been the Yankees kryptonite pretty much all season. Uh, Hopefully, my Yankees can pull it out. Um, The Braves, man, they're a very volatile baseball team. Uh, When their bats are hot, man, they look like the best team. Um, shout out to the Marlins, though. They've been solid. The Astros, man, maybe they're they're out to prove, man, that they didn't, that, you know, maybe they cheated, but they can win without cheating, I guess. You know what I'm saying? They're up two games and nothing, as I just mentioned. then you got the Dodgers, who were the betting favorite, and they were the team that's favored to win the whole thing. And they're loaded with talent, man, loaded with talent. You know, you got Clayton Kershaw still. You got Mookie Betts, who came over. You still got Cody Bellinger. And, you know, they're loaded, man. Dodgers have always been, you know, a loaded team. Just haven't really gotten it done. Um, But let's move on to the NFL, man. Another week is in the books. We are a quarter of the way through the season. And I didn't do bad on the picks. I think I would have went 11-5 again had we have had that Steelers and Titans game. But I ended up going 10-5. And, yeah, man, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So our Thursday night game last week. We had the Broncos taking on the Jets, and this was a game I predicted correctly. I didn't really know how it was going to go, but the Jets are horrible, man. The Jets are—they're a team I got to pick against every week. I think they will end up, you know, maybe squeaking out a W or two, but they're just bad. They are just bad, man. Final score on this one was 37-28. Brett Rippon got the start, man, and he— He didn't look good, man. He had two touchdowns, three interceptions. But Melvin Gordon, he did look good, man. He had two touchdowns in this game. Showed me some flashes, man. Uh, you know, his, maybe his one or two good seasons with the Chargers. Uh, and he had a nice, he had a real nice run that pretty much sealed the game, 43 yard run. And I watched some of this game, not a lot of it, but I did watch some of it, man. Shout out to the Broncos, man. They get a W, man. Or their first one of the season. The Sunday slate. Moving on. We have the football team taking on the Ravens. And final score in this one was 31-17. The Ravens won, and that pretty much uh, was no surprise at all to see them win. Dwayne Haskins did have his first 300-yard passing game. Antonio Gibson, I like him a lot. He scored a touchdown. He's really nice, man. Uh, He can do it, you know, catch on the football as well as running it, man. He had over 100 scrimmage yards. And... Uh, breaking news, Dwayne Haskins quarterback got benched and I, I don't really know how to feel about it, man. Kyle Allen is going to get the start for the Rams. I'm going to talk about that in a little bit, but I just, I don't, I don't, I don't particularly think he deserved it, but we'll talk about it in a little bit, man. But the Ravens did get this one 31 to 17. Lamar Jackson did hook up with Mark Andrews twice in this game. Also had a rushing touchdown on a fifty-yard run, which was just, uh, just pure speed, man. Pure speed. Uh, final scores I mentioned: thirty-one to seventeen. Next game: Bucks Chargers. This game was actually interesting, man. It was actually interesting because the Chargers had a lead in this game, man. This this game was really, really competitive, more competitive than I thought. Honestly, the Chargers ended up having a fourteen to seven lead at the end of the first. Ended up being up twenty-four to seven a um, uh towards the end of the second quarter, not even midway. Um, but going into halftime the score twenty four to fourteen. The Chargers fought, man. Chargers fought. Justin Herbert has actually looked better than I thought he would be. In this game, he had two hundred and ninety passing yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Tom Brady though, man, looking great, man. Forty three year old man still doing it and doing it at a high level. Had five touchdowns in this game. Did throw an ugly pick, but he threw five touchdowns in this game. Hooked up with Mike Evans for one. Uh, he, he hooked up with uh, five different receivers in this game, honestly. But shout out to Tom Brady. Shout out to the Bucks, man. They get another win, and they're still atop the NFC South. Uh, shout out to the Chargers, though, man. Justin Herbert. He looks like the future, man. I definitely think he will be. Tough blow in this game for the Chargers, though. Austin Eckler is out, and he's going to miss approximately four to six weeks. Tough blow. And next game, Dolphins, Seahawks, man. Russell Wilson, I tell you. He's looked great, man. He did only have two touchdowns in this game, one interception. But in this game, this is another game that was pretty close, man. But Russell Wilson, man, he's looked amazing, looking like an MVP um, front runner. Uh, You know, I think Aaron Rodgers has also been looking great. And also Josh Allen, man. I think those are the three top three candidates. And you can pretty much pick your order, to be honest. I think I would honestly lean either Aaron Rodgers I don't know, man. I think it's a toss-up, honestly. I think all three of those guys are neck and neck. But it's only four weeks through the season. We'll see how they how they finish out. But, uh, yeah, they, they all look good, man. But Russell Wilson, man, two touchdowns in this game. Chris Carson also had two touchdowns in this game. And shout-out to the Seahawks, man, as they keep it going, man. They're still undefeated. Next game, Texans, Vikings. This was an ugly game as far as being able to predict. Because I just didn't know, man. This was two 0-3 teams at the time. And the Vikings get their first W of the season. Dalvin Cook ran all over. The Texans had 27 carries for 130 yards. Deshaun Watson did throw two touchdowns in this game. Kirk Cousins did throw a touchdown to Adam Thielen. Uh, but the Texans are bad, man. But they fired Bill O'Brien, man. I think that could potentially give them some new life. I don't really... Like all the talent that they have around Deshaun Watson, the defense hasn't looked great either. So we'll just have to see, man. But uh final score in this one, man, thirty-one to twenty-three, Vikings get their first win of the season. Next game, we had the Lions and the Saints, man. I, I said, I said it last week, and I literally just listened to it to verify that. But this was a trap game for the Saints. This was a real trap game for the for the New Orleans Saints, man. The Lions jumped out fourteen to nothing. And I, th- I kind of thought they were gonna win this game. Ended up losing it, thirty-five to twenty-nine. But this was this was definitely a trap game. You know, the Saints they ended up coming back. Alvin Kamara had a nice day on the ground. Emmanuel Sanders caught caught some nice passes. Trey Corn Smith caught a couple of touchdowns. But I think this game, man, is another indictment on head coach Matt Patricia, man. Lions have been outscored by 133 points in the second half under head coach Matt Patricia. Minus 107 at home and minus 26 on the road. That is not good at all. That is not good at all, man. And I got another question, man. And, you know, you guys can feel free to comment or hit me up about it, man. But how come... Belichick disciples don't really work out in the NFL. We've seen guys like Josh McDaniels didn't really work out. Romeo Cornell, he didn't really work out. Matt Patricia, he's not working out. The guy that they fired for, Matt Patricia, Jim Caldwell was pretty good, man. Had multiple nine and seven seasons. I, he didn't deserve to get fired. You know, these Brian Flores, he's not doing great, but I mean he's with the dolphins. And I just don't I just don't know, man. I just I I wanna know, man. Is it because they leave, you know, the great Belichick and they just they just don't I don't know, man. I, I don't know. It is noteworthy though. Gotta go back a couple of games, man. The Texans do not have their first or second round pick. This is bad. This is bad. But in this game, though, the Saints did get a W, man, 35 to 29. Drew Brees actually looked good after I said he sucked, so maybe I gotta keep saying that. Next game, Cowboys. Browns, this was an interesting game, man. Probably the most interesting game of the week. Cowboys games are gen- are generally always interesting because it always ends in, in dramatic fashion. Like the Cowboys had a chance to win the game at the end, or at least you know get close, and before they gave up that big Odell Beckham 50-yard touchdown run. But that Cowboys defense is bad. <laughs> that Cowboys defense is bad, man. Hey, Dad, Mike so Nol- what you think about Mike Nolan, man, the Cowboys, D.C., man? Talk to me. Mike Nolan sucked. <laughs> yeah, you said he was the um, he was the skins D coordinator a long time ago, like 20 years ago, right? Yeah, in the 90s. I think the late 90s, he was the defense coordinator. He, his scheme don't work. He didn't have a good scheme with the Reds. Yet. They couldn't stop nobody. Yeah, man, it, it kind of sucks. Uh, real quick, hey, give me your thoughts Give me your thoughts on Dwayne Haskins getting benched. I know it just happened. I'm not even talking about the football team right now at this moment. But real quick, what do you think about Dwayne Haskins getting benched? Do you agree with it? Do you understand why? Uh, give me a quick thoughts. I disagree with it, but I understand why. They, they're in a weak division, mm-hmm. and division is still winnable, and Kyle Allen knows the offense. All right, yeah. I I, I definitely got to agree with you on that. I don't agree with it necessarily, but from that standpoint, I do understand the division is still wide open. The Eagles lead the division at one, two, and one. And everyone else is, uh, uh, well, Washington and Dallas are one and three and the Giants are 0 and four. The Giants can still win the division mathematically if we're being honest. But yeah, man, it's definitely weak. It's actually historically bad. So, uh, we'll see how it plays out. We'll see how Kyle Allen does. I feel like he might play bad and we'll see Dwayne Haskins again. The division is still winnable. If Allen plays bad and, and they still in contention, then you're gonna see Alex Smith. Oh yeah. That that could be that could be an option too. We'll see that. We'll see. But uh thanks for your brief time. I know this was uh, random and off schedule, but I'm sure the audience appreciates hearing you too. Okay. Bye bye. All right. So those are some real quick thoughts about my about my dad's opinions and definitely how he feels about Mike Nolan, the D.C. Um, but let's move on, man. We had another game, and I did predict that game correctly, man. So Cowboys got, got wrong. Texans, I got wrong so far. Next game, Bengals and Jaguars. Uh, this game was interesting, man, because I don't think the Jaguars were who we thought they were. I don't think so at all. And, you know, they've proven to be a tough out, though. But Cincinnati Bengals, man, they got a W this week. And the real story in this game was Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon looked really, really good in this game, man. Finally, there's some things that I knew he was capable of doing, man. In this game, he had 25 carries for 151 yards. Two rushing touchdowns. Also had a receiving touchdown. He was killing this game. He was absolutely killing. Joe Burrow, he played all right. A touchdown and an interception. Gardner Minshew, he had a solid game, though. This game was instant, man. It could have could honestly went either way. The Bengals get their first W of the season. They improved to one, two, and one. The Jaguars are now one and three. Next game, Bears-Colts. This game was interesting, and I did predict it incorrectly. And I felt like both of these teams were evenly matched, to be honest. Uh, Nick Foles did get the start for the Chicago Bears, and he looked eh. He looked eh. Phillip Rivers, he also looked on the other hand. But this was just weird, man. I guess it would have been crazy to see the Bears go 0-4. I mean, 4-0. But they ended up losing this game 19-11. Not too much to talk about. Um, Yeah. Next game. Panthers. Cardinals. The Cardinals is a team that I really liked. Me and B. Jones predicted them and do special things, man. But this is down their second straight loss. And they kind of catfished us, man. Um, They had all of their players playing. Hopkins played. Kristen Kirk also played in this game. But the Panthers, man, they got it done. A shout out to Matt Rule getting the second straight win. Teddy Bridgewater's looked solid. Mike Davis um, stepping in for the injured. Kristen McCaffrey, 16 carries, 84 yards. Um, They have a solid receiving core, man. They honestly do. Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore. That's that's not a bad trio of wide receivers. Um, they played a role in this game and they won 31 to 21. I picked this game incorrectly. Next game, Rams Giants, a game that I thought was interesting. Um, this game was very low scoring and a final score was 17 to nine. And the Rams got it done. Uh, they squeak out a W man. The Giants played him tough, man. This game also had a fight at the end of the game. I don't know if everyone saw it. Golden Tate and Jalen Ramsey. There's a little bit of bad blood between them. Jalen Ramsey dated Golden Tate's sister. And I also believe they have a daughter or two. Um, and uh, allegedly, I don't really like to get into gossip stuff, but allegedly he, well, not even allegedly. He left the baby mother while she was pregnant. And I guess Golden Tate didn't like that. So, it's clearly some animosity between the two. Um, Jalen Ramsey, the tackle that he had on him, it was like a WWE spine buster. Like he like picked him up and slammed him down. I kind of felt that, man. But final score in this one, man, 17-9. That's that's my weekly gossip because y'all know I don't, I don't really be doing all that on the show, man. Uh, Rams got it done. Next game, Raiders, Bills. Buffalo, man, they've been looking good. They've been looking good under Josh Allen. And I think I think they have a nice team, man. Nice defense. They have, their team is constructed properly. They have Josh Allen, who's improved. They have a running game in Devin Singletary. They have a, a true number one receiver in Stephon Diggs. They also have the, your deep threat in John Brown. Stephon Diggs can get it over the top as well, but you have a, a deep threat in John Brown. You also have a nice uh, slot receiver in Cole Beasley. So the offense is formulated the right way. Uh, Sean McDermott, I got to give credit uh, when credit is due to him. He's a nice coach The team plays some very sound football. The defense is very sound as well And they've been looking good man. They improved the 4-0, but they did them to win a division It's looking like that's gonna definitely happen. The Raiders Dropped the 2-2. They looked all right, man. I had them finishing They I had them finishing third and the AFC West, but that's probably going to change due to the Broncos uh, losing a lot of players to injury. But the Raiders are 2-2, two and two, not bad, still in a good spot. And, you know, they can still battle going forward, man. 2-2 two and two is definitely better than 1-3 or 0-4 oh at this point of the season. Uh, final score in this one, 30-23. The Bills win. Next game, the Sunday night cap. We have the Eagles and the 49ers. Final score on this one was 25-20, to 20, man. The Philadelphia Eagles, they get their first W of the season. And they are leaders of the NFC East at 1-2-1. and one. Carson Wentz, he didn't play too terrific, but he's a, definitely a competitive guy. And the, the Eagles, they had multiple weapons out. No Deshaun Jackson, as well as no Jalen Rager. They were missing some guys, man. They were missing some guys. And... They got it done, man. 25 to 20. San Francisco is a little banged up. They had to start Nick Mullins. Also brought in CJ Bethard uh, towards the end of the game. George Kittle did return, um, but they're still a little undermanned. They also had Debo Samuel return, but they're still a little under man. No Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, no Mostert, no Tevin Coleman. Final score to 25 to 20. Not really surprised to see the Eagles win. I was iffy on predicting that game. Wasn't surprised at all to see them win. Chiefs Patriots got flexed to Monday. And... The final score was 26-10. to 10. We all know Cam Newton contracted the uh, coronavirus, and he was out in this game. Uh, the Pats did have to start Brian Hoyer. He was also replaced in that game by Jared Stidham. But the Chiefs keep rolling, man. They improved to 4-0. And Patrick Mahomes, Patrick LeVon Mahomes II, had two touchdowns in this game. Hooked up with Tyreek Hill on like a jet sweep. Also hooked up with McCole Hardman. And... The Chiefs, man, they went again 26-10. And then Monday night, we had another game. We had the Falcons and Packers. Packers win this game 30-16. to They improved to 4-0. The story in this game, though, man, was Aaron Rodgers, but it was also the tight end, Robert Tonyan. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, he had a nice game, and He had three touchdowns in this game. One, two, and three. Aaron Jones also had a nice game, and the two Aarons have been playing good. Matt LaFleur, since becoming the head coach of the Green Bay Packers, improves to 17 3. 17 3. 17 3, man. Uh, Packers are 4 0 as well. Atlanta drops to 0 4, but I think they will win soon. And that's it for week 4, man. Let's move on and let's predict week 5. Here we go. Here we go. Thursday Nighter. We have the Bears hosting the Buccaneers, and I'm going to take the Bucs. Not sure of the health of Fournette, not sure of the health of Chris Godwin. I think they'll get at least one of those guys back. But I got to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in this one. Sunday slate, football team versus the Rams. Kyle Allen will get the start for the Washington football team. Don't necessarily agree, but as my dad alluded to earlier, Kyle Allen knows the system. He knows the Scott Turner system, had a little bit of success. Um, You know, you could take that with a grain of salt. Um, was it fluke or whatever, but he knows the system Um, the division is definitely wide open as we alluded to as well And yeah, so I'm gonna take but that with that being said though I'm gonna take the Rams to win this football game next game Titans Bills This game may be postponed man. We'll see. We'll see how it goes, but if it doesn't get postponed I will take the Buffalo Bills next game Steelers Eagles um, I'm gonna take Pittsburgh, man. They did not play last week, man. They did get some extra time to prep for the Eagles, so I'm gonna take Pittsburgh. Um, Battle of Battle of Pennsylvania, man. Next game, Jets Cardinals. I think the Cardinals will finally bounce back, get a W against the Jets. Next game, Chiefs Raiders. I'm gonna take Kansas City in this one. Should get it done against the Raiders, man. Next game, Texans Jaguars. I feel like. Bill O'Brien, man, getting fired might be a shot of adrenaline, man. Um we'll see how it goes. But I think the Texans could get this one, man. I think they'll get their first W this weekend. Next game, Ravens, Bengals. I'm gonna take Baltimore. Next game, Falcons, Panthers. Even though the Panthers are um winners of two straight, I think I'm gonna take Atlanta. I don't know about the health of Julio Jones, but I think they could be, I think they could beat Carolina, man. I don't really know. Kind of early to predict, but I'm going to take the Atlanta. Next game, 49ers, Dolphins. I'm going to take San Fran. Next game, Cowboys-Giants. If the Cowboys can't beat the Giants, man, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say, but I'm going to take them. Take Dallas. Next game, Browns-Colts. This seems like a letdown spot for the Browns, to be honest, but the Browns did also lose Nick Chubb. But, hmm. Well, I don't know why, but for some reason, I want to take the Colts. I don't know why. I don't know why. I'm going to take the Colts, though. My gut's telling me Colts for some reason. I don't know why. Next game, Patriots, Broncos. I'm going to take Denver, actually. Next game, the Sunday Nighter, Seattle, Minnesota. Give me the Seahawks to keep rolling. Then Monday Night Football. Yo, weren't the Saints just on Monday Night Football? I swear they were just on Monday Night Football like two weeks ago. (laughs) I swear. Uh, But, mm mm Saints, though. Give me the Saints, though. Give me the Saints. And we do have the Packers and the Lions who do have a bye week. And that's just about it. I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank everybody for the continued love and support. And... Just thanks for rocking with me, man. Thanks for rocking me, rocking with me on this journey. I really, really appreciate you guys and I love you guys, man. Uh, If the Lakers do win on Friday, man, stay tuned to my IG Live. Uh, It's gonna be crazy, man. Uh, But shouts out um, to the Lakers, man. Shouts out to the Seattle Storm, man. Go Yankees. Go football team, man. We'll see how everything and go Chiefs as well. But Again, man, I really, really appreciate you guys for the continued love and support. I'm your host. I'm your guy, Mike Curry, and I am signing out. Episode number 145 is done. Peace.